your attention. There's so much going on right now. There's so much we need to talk about. Let's get to it. Let's get in depth. Hey everyone, it's Melina here. Happy New Year everyone. Hope you had a safe holiday season. We're back again in 2021 and I'm excited to jumpstart. Today I'm starting part two of Real Life Impact COVID-19. It's been more than a month that I've been on and I'm so sorry for that you guys. I've just been going and taking care of personal stuff at home. But rest assured, I'm back again. So today I'm um, covering the second part of COVID-19 real life impact and so on this mini series for today i want to cover um people who've had covid or family members or anyone close to them now some of these messages that i've received that i'm going to be sharing with you you will realize the ongoing theme of, uh, theme of people taking the precaution social distancing wearing a mask and somehow someone is not honest about experiencing symptoms or not feeling well and decide to not disclose that information that completely messes up people's lives. It's literally a reoccurring thing in these messages that I've looked through. It still shocks me, you guys, and quite frankly, it's downright selfish. But I'm sure we I'm like we've seen this kind of behavior of people refusing to wear masks or taking this virus seriously, and this is why I wanted to do this mini series because Right now, the world is literally going through it. Entire world is going through this right now. Um, and it's scary. It's scary times right now. Um, so I just want to tell you what we're in store for. So let's get at it, shall we? Let's I'm going to read these messages. Thank you again to those that sent messages so I can read to the listeners and for being open with me. Um, my roommate started to feel like she had a sinus infection and treated it as such until her best friend who she had been in recent contact with tested positive. My roommate tested positive, but my other roommate and myself tested negative. We're in our own rooms quarantining as much as we can and wearing masks in common areas. But I really worry about what would have happened if we had just stuck with the sinus infection story and how many people who would have spread it to as an apartment. We don't really go out a ton of places, the occasional restaurant or hike, usually carpooling with others though, but it's still scary to think about. Definitely a wake-up call that's still very much a thing that we need to take more seriously. She and this friend went to a Halloween party, party that they had to get tested for, so they got their tests on Thursday. My guess is that someone picked it up at the Halloween party. Okay, and that's how it happens, anyway. I have been very precautious about where I go. I always wear a mask and I stay home as much as possible. My 66-year-old father, who is an accountant, a central worker, was at work and saw one client. This one client spread, at, spread it to my father and 10 people in his office building, and my father brought it home to our family. I've been so mad at the, these people who say it's just a cold, Everyone's going to get it, but that's not the issue. It affects everyone so differently. No one in my house has the same symptoms. My father, my father turned into double pneumonia and a month later, after two week hospital stay, he's still on oxygen. He has no underlying conditions at all. Super healthy and fit. As a family who is very wary about the vaccine, we are very committed to getting it now because the experience was traumatic. And I'm so grateful it had only resulted in two-week isolated hospital stay and oxygen for six weeks. 
Others aren't so lucky. That's very true. I tested positive in early June. I'm super type A. So even a few body aches and a headache made me in immediately get tested. It took six full days to get results. I feel better before they even came back in, but they, they, but I refused to leave my bedroom despite feeling better. I didn't have a fever, cough, shortness of breath, anything. Really just felt, felt like a flu, sleep a lot, achy, headache. Nonetheless, if I had come out of isolation, I would have infected my family. Thankfully, I didn't um, since day six, it came back positive. I did 11 days of isolation to be safe and didn't spread it to anyone. So yay, isolation works. But I will say that stigma around getting it and the pure shame people give you is horrifying. I've heard the same from others who have tested positive that I've reached out to. It's scary enough to get it, but I think the shame that comes from others adds a whole new layer of fright. I've been in the middle of a 14-day quarantine. Day 8. Um, so far, so good. I was isolated by a family member. I was, sorry, I was exposed by a family member that I haven't seen since Thanksgiving. But stayed at her house one night last week, for one week, while traveling. I am pregnant first trimester and she didn't care to tell me she was exhibiting symptoms until I were I arrived at her house. Unfortunately, I still stayed because I didn't know what to do. And the last eight days have been riddled with anxiety because of that one night. I see people saying they're going to get together with people for the holidays because it's family, but COVID doesn't fucking discriminate and doesn't care if it's a family get together. It's not worth it. We had four friends from out of town come and visit. They stayed in a hotel and took precautions or so we thought. One of the group's partners wasn't feeling well and he came in anyway and we found out yesterday they tested positive. Now we all have to quarantine for two weeks Two weeks, and we all just got tests, tests as well just to be safe. People suck. We are in BC, California and, and back in May, most restrictions were lifted. People could hold gatherings of up to 50 people. My mom was terminally ill, so I haven't been with friends in months, even socially distanced with masks. It was so risky. My partner's work in my partner works in construction and was exposed without knowing by his apprentice. We were doing a reno and his parents came by to help. Doors were left open. We were distancing, no hugs. When we got the news, the apprentice tested positive. Our hearts sank. We had been following all the rules to the point that friends said we were overreacting by how careful we were. We were allowed to have guests over, bars were open, people were having weddings, but the one time people came into our home, it was spread without anyone having the slightest clue. Thankfully, most symptoms from his parents were mild, but it was a horrific feeling to know it could have been much worse. Hey Melina, I had, I had COVID and got it from a friend who I sat with indoor dining. She thought she had, she thought she was sick from a flu shot. She didn't look sick and, men and mentioned she wasn't feeling well at the end. Informed consent is so important. I, was I would not have gone if I knew someone wasn't feeling well. 
I have an anxiety disorder and convinced myself I had COVID a million times. And I'm sure my friend felt like there's no way I could have had COVID. I'm just being paranoid. And others had reassured her. I got a test a few days after just to be safe. I had a small sore throat and sneezing and very, very common allergy symptoms for me. Only one person had to quarantine because of me since everyone that asked to hang out, I told I had been at an indoor dining with a large group and was going to get a test. If you're going to see a big group, quarantine yourself after. This is the truth. Hey Melina, my now husband and I went to a wedding of a close friend over the summer. The best man came to the wedding with symptoms, didn't tell anyone. His, his roommate sat at our table and woke up the next morning with symptoms. <sighs> Lo and behold, we went into quarantine. We both tested negative six days after last exposure. I had to have two negative tests before returning to work. We went to get tested on day 14. I tested negative, but my husband tested positive without any symptoms. My quarantine started all over again. Needless to say, we won't ever have to look at these friends the same way again. We had our own micro wedding outdoors with 45 people. Three months later, everyone wore masks. We took temperatures and learned what not to do from the weddings we went to. We had zero dancing. We didn't allow our grandparents to come and self-quarantine self before our wedding. This is exactly why I wanted to do this conversation. It's madness to think that someone, all these people, you hear these stories, there's so much dishonesty and not just saying I'm not feeling well or I have some symptoms, just honesty on somebody's part to just, because you don't want to miss out on something, you're possibly exposing other people. It's just, why are people like this? It's just so careless and so selfish. I'm not understanding the logic of these people. Like, it's not even, you're even denying you even possibly have it. That's just the crazy part of all of this to me. It's like, I can't possibly have it. But knowing that COVID is going around, but you're just saying, oh, it's a sinus infection. Oh, it's an allergy. Oh, it's, I had my flu shot. None of that, it's so bogus and so, I can't. Giving some information about COVID-19, global confirmed cases is 85 million cases. Total deaths is 1.8 million. Total recovered is 48 million. England and Scotland have begun lockdowns prohibiting people from leaving homes for non-essential uh, reasons. New York confirms first case of COVID-19 variant initially detected in the UK. Um, here in um, Canada, we have about 600 cases in total. In Ontario, it's 198,000. It's growing rapidly. Um, my guess is, is because some people didn't listen to not gathering during the holidays. Um, we have some people that are protesting anti masking and anti-lockdown protests that are happening. Um, people are very against having this lockdown that took place. Um, and I get it. I know people are frustrated. It's been almost a year of this. and But literally, it's just people are just so frustrated. Um, just recently, we had about 20 
politicians leave the country going on vacation and advising us to like be in lockdown and stay at home as much as possible and that initially that bothered me because these politicians don't understand the weight of their words and how some people again are not following the rules and then they go and go on vacation or don't give a shit and it makes it harder for us to contain this because then there's people going see well they're leaving see they're doing this and then they're telling us to do this or trying to contain us in our homes or whatever they're saying but like actions speak louder than words so this whole thing there's so much to be wrapped up and just clean up around that area it's just everything is so fucked up now um also it is advised that COVID-19 and the flu are not the same. Again, COVID-19 and the flu are not the same. Their symptoms can be similar, but they are different diseases caused by different viruses. Getting us test is the best way to tell if you have COVID-19 or the flu. Flu vaccines are important this season. While the flu vaccine doesn't protect you against COVID-19, it does reduce the risk of getting the flu while COVID-19 is still spreading. Keep safe while getting the flu vaccine. Flu vaccine providers are taking appropriate measures to keep you safe when you visit. Um, reduce risk when you go out. If you must gather with other people, meet outdoors or open windows to increase airflow. Keep a safe distance from others. Wear a mask. Listen for local guidance about going out in public. Just, let's just follow the rules. <laughs> follow your uh, healthcare pro um, professionals and officials who are telling us what to do and how to do it. We're going to start listening about what reopening is going to look like, restrictions in place will work, because that's important. Um, fixing our small businesses. Uh, I'm going to do the third part about small businesses, small business owners, gym employees, owners, those kind of things that have been affected during the COVID-19 pandemic. So that's going to be the third part of this whole mini series. This is why I wanted to do this because it is again impacting so many different people. It's going to be one of those situations we look back on and see what was happening during this time, who was helping, who was doing their part, um, what was happening, where were you during this time, so much. Um, again, thank you to our healthcare professionals, frontline healthcare workers, everyone on the front lines who are doing their part and literally telling us they're hospitals are overflown they're exhausted they're telling us please 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 stay home stop gathering just for this time they're so overflowed hospitals i've been hearing so many stories they're exhausted please just listen to what they're telling us do our part this is something that's very difficult for all of us mentally emotionally physically we will all get through this together in time. It will take time. And I know 2021 was that year, but it will take time. Once the vaccine rolls out for all of us, 
then we can start seeing some brighter days. It's going to take time. Like everything else, it will take time. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you for being a part of listening to this podcast. Have a great one. Happy 2021. We'll see you guys soon.